Fox Sports Knoxville is proud to present the show that the fans deserve. I'd consider myself a realist, all right, but in philosophical terms, I'm what's called a pessimist. The show that the city needs. This town deserves a better class of sports radio, and we're going to give it to them. This is Talk Sports. Leave one wolf alive, and the sheep are never safe. Back in the booth, back on the airwaves, coming at you live from the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. John Reed, Cody McClure, the two guys who have been traveling are here. Cam Black is on his way. Interesting. How are you, Cody? Oh, doing great, John. Doing great. A couple of traveling, traveling boys. So you did it. Island boys. You did it. You went to Miami. Oh, yeah. I drove to Miami and back, and uh, let me tell you, it takes a while. <laughs> at what point did you regret uh, it? At what point did you start saying, man, this wasn't worth the bit? I didn't regret it at all on the way down, because, you know, when you're going somewhere, you're going for a drive. Like Personally, me, I, I love that. That's one of my favorite feelings, is driving to the destination on roads you've never been before, so I could do that anywhere. I mean, hell, I'd, I'd drive to Seattle. I mean, I don't, that doesn't bother me. Um, so I went the long way. I went down through, went, hit Asheville, down I-26, through South Carolina, down to Savannah. I'd never seen Savannah before. Stopped off, checked out the Spanish Moss. Nice little town. Felt a lot like Charleston, which uh, makes sense since they're about, you know, an hour apart or whatever. Uh, and then I went on down I-95, never been through Jacksonville before, so okay. it, it seemed kind of not great. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> like, I've never heard anybody say, I need to early to see Jacksonville. Well, I didn't need to, but it was on the route, you know, sure. so I don't think I had ever seen Jacksonville. So. I also like you saying you took the long way to Miami as if there was like a short way. I mean, I, I know well, what you're saying. I know you're saying you're at, you added time, but... There is no short way to Miami. Well, I-75 is a little shorter, but I-95 runs on the coast. I yeah. thought it would be better to drive by, like, Daytona. And then, sure. And then you hit, like, the Kennedy Space, the uh, Port Canaveral or whatever, and you, you go, I just barreled down I-95, and then around, you know, I guess sunset time, I, I hit over to the uh, A1A around Vero Beach and then took the, the actual coast drive down. But that was going to take forever, so I got back on the interstate somewhere there around West Palm, close to, uh, I, I guess I was close to Trump's place there. So how long was the drive to Miami, all in all? Oh, the drive to? I mean, it took all day. It, it took, yeah, it's like 15 I, I didn't hours, even, 16 hours. I didn't even time out the drive to, but I, I hit my place down there, got, got to my Airbnb, had enough time to go to my restaurant. You know that restaurant I was telling you about, mm-hmm. the Cuban place? Ended up being two blocks from me, and oh. I, I didn't even realize. How many times did you eat it? I ate at least something from there five times, or at <laughs> least got coffee, or like the Cuban espresso. Yeah, I at least did that five times. So you're a regular. Yeah, so it, it was, uh, you know, good good trip. I got a lot of steps in, hit okay. over ten thousand each day. Hey, just walking the beach. 
Well, checking out the, the honeys. First day I did, I walked South Beach and did that, which I'd done that before. See a lot. Know, see a lot of uh, beautiful baby dolls there. Oh yeah, yeah. All those uh, Dominican women with tans, as Will Smith pointed out. Listen to Miami by Will Smith. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, did it pretty basic. Uh, I just drove around a lot. Yeah. And uh, I did do a couple tourist stops, though. Like the second day, I went down to Key Biscayne and went to the uh, state park down there, walked around there and saw the lighthouse. And and then I went to that uh, mansion, the Vizcaya. It's yeah, like, uh, I, that is. I think it's what Tommy Versetti's house was based on in, okay. in Vice City, the the game, yeah, yeah, GTA, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Or, or I don't know if the Scarface house had some kind of like... Yeah, I think I was picturing the Scarface house is what I was picturing. Well, I but. think I think the Vice City house was based on the Scarface house, but I I don't know how it relates. But there there's some some relation there for sure because it's a beautiful place with gardens and and all this. But I saw that and you know saw some wildlife, a lot of big lizards, gecko looking guys running around down there. Some big ones. I mean, like two feet long. Some of them just. Let's fast forward to the part where you regret. Drive home where you're just like, I also this was went dumb. to a beautiful fruit stand place called Robert is Here, which is down by the Everglades. Okay. That was really neat. They had a lot of animals together, like farm animals. Uh huh. And they had in, in one area, the, these coexisted, these animals. They cohabitated. They, they're all in the same pen. Ostriches. Cattle, turtles, chickens, ducks, goats. None of them eat each other. All in the same. It's not like that, you know, that riddle that you have where you have the, you know, the three things that all want to eat each other if you leave them. You know, the, the wolf and the chicken or the dog and the chicken and the rice or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. Or corn, maybe. And if you, you, know, you, you, you got to take one across the river at a time and you can't leave the, the dog with the chicken because he'll eat it. Or you can't leave the chicken with the rice because he'll eat that. Yeah, I don't done that before. I don't know about that. I, I did have some chicken and rice when I was there. There you go. I, I had uh, Haitian food, Cuban food, and El Salvadoran food. Okay, which was like this chicken and rice thing. It Safe was, to say that this guy eats will be about one of these places. Or are you going to go local? I don't know. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. I guess I could pick one of those places, but well, I, I said no. It wouldn't really help local business if I did that. Sure. I also tried a pizza place out. One of the, ate some uh, pizza. I don't need to hear everything you ate. Yeah. Just for the record, you, you okay. Keep, you, you keep going into. I too had much some detail. fresh mango at the uh, yeah, fruit, again. the fruit stand. Do not care about all yeah. these things that you. I, I drove by a prison down there too. I was going over to the Everglades for a minute. Uh huh. And they've got a big prison down there. And that was kind of depressing because I saw the inmates coming out to the yard. It was one of these you can see in. I wonder how the, being in a prison down there would be because, like, the, the my my mind immediately thinks, is there good air conditioning in there, or is it just really hot year round? I don't know. The summer would have to be pretty awful. That's what I'm saying. Like, do they just uh, they, they worry about air conditioning at all down there? Is it good in the winter, rough in the summer? You know? Yeah. I don't know, but. Uh, they had like four different layers of the the fencing, uh -huh. the, the razor wire and stuff. So they didn't even have a wall. They just had so much fence. And like, if the guys got out, if a, if a guy broke out of there, it's it literally the perfect place for a prison, right on the edge of the Everglades. Uh huh. Because there's there's nothing but swamp. 
Like if the guy broke out, he'd, he'd be – I don't know where he would go. There's really nowhere to go down there. Anyway, felt bad for those guys. You know, you get to be in that beautiful weather, but then you're, you know, you're in, in a prison. So it's kind of it's like you get an hour a day in the weather and, and back maybe in the, worth it. Back in know. the hole. I don't know. Um, yeah. So then I drove back yesterday. Long drive. Yeah. Was it was at that point you started regretting doing this, or was it did, when you were driving? You're like it's still worth it. Yeah. I mean, I'd still do it. You know. I mean, I knew that the drive back was going to be a long drive. I had a little traffic around Macon. I took 75 back, you know, and uh, stopped off in Gainesville, went over and looked at the stadium over there just for the hell of it. Okay. You know, looked at Orlando, you know. Not much to see on the way back. But, yeah, by the time I hit – the only time I regretted it is by the time I hit Chattanooga or, or once I got through Chattanooga – and I knew like an hour left, and my eyes were really starting to fade. I was like, "This is." Uh... I figured that'd be like, "Okay, we're, we're home free now." Well, I think the the tiredness just really hit me. Yeah. At that point, but it was all good. I noticed you don't really have much of a tan. Well, you know, you can't see because I had got to be back here in the frozen hellscape. Didn't realize it was going to be forty two degrees when I got back. So I'm I'm bundled in layers, so you can't even see my tan. I got a little bit of a tan. Okay. How was your trip? I don't really have time to talk about it. You took all the time talking about your mangoes. <laughs> Stick with us as Talk Sports on Fan Run Radio. <laughs> Kind of cruel to play a song about summer girls whenever it's 30 degrees outside. Yeah, that's kind of why I did it. Yeah. Nice of you to show up, though. I'm glad uh, the two vacation boys got here on time. But, <laughs> but you. Cam had his own personal vacation. Yeah, I did, I did. I, I enjoyed the, the the time off. It was a good It was a good time. But happy to be back. Missed you guys. I'm not happy to be back. It was... <laughs> I, I had sunshine and eighty degrees. You did too, though. I was, assume Vegas it was, was warm. A little, no, I mean it wasn't it wasn't warm. It wasn't this, obviously, but no, it was uh, like kind of chilly. Was it? Yeah, yeah. It was, most days I wish I had sleeves. I didn't really have any sleeves. Hmm. Well, you know, like any long sleeves, I wasn't going sleeveless out there, like in a wife beater or shirtless or anything. But it was. <laughs> I didn't wear shorts. I didn't wear shorts outside. It was too cold for that. You had a good time though. I told you we're out of time. What's the uh, story of the day? <laughs> we we, to, we, we don't have, no, have to move on. We have, we have no time. I'm people sure, don't want to hear about sure 30 people minutes would, of our trips. You don't think they want to hear about your Vegas they trip? They want to hear about your trip, I guess, since you gave it the whole A block. <laughs> Which I can't be too, man, because I was three minutes late because I will say since my trip, my stomach has been in shambles. So uh, most of the times when I'm, you know, when I'm not here for a segment, I am you know, use, taking a phone call usually. And doing business, but yeah, if, I, yeah, right. if I'm gone today, it's because my stomach is in shambles. So, yeah, uh, four days of uh, drinking in Vegas have, have, or three days. I didn't drink on Sunday; that was travel day. But Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, said nope. Four days drinking in Vegas, and uh, it's it's caught up. Four straight. Yeah, I didn't go too heavy. Saturday, Saturday, I took it pretty easy. But right before the Adele cut, Sarah, I, you know, threw a couple back, and then 
the thing about those concert venues, you go in there and you order a drink, and like let's say I got a I get a vodka a vodka sprite, forty bucks, thirty eight forty bucks, but they're big and they do you pretty good. Forty bucks for a yeah. vodka sprite? Yeah. yeah. Really? At the concert venue? Yeah. God. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Like there's there's two different. Sizes. I mean, I know Vegas is expensive. <laughs> there's but two different sizes. Gosh. I imagine the second size is a double. But like you know, they get you there. So I mean, it's the same as going somewhere and paying sixty dollars for seven drinks. It felt like the same, the same amount. Yeah. So you at least so it's at least a double size. Yeah, yeah. Like I got one. So I, went, okay. I was all over the place this way. Went to see Usher too, and oh, got, you did. Yeah, and those that was a yeah. big one, and it lasted the whole concert. It was perfect until. <laughs> I had like uh, maybe about half of an inch left, and I ended up dropping it in front of me. <laughs> Luckily, it did not spill on the people because they were standing up. But I, I kind of froze, and at some point, for some reason, all of a sudden, they wanted to turn around and sit down, and they looked at my couple sitting there, and the girl with she picked it up with a lot of attitude and placed it down back at my feet, and I was just like, "I'm yeah. sorry." I was like, there's, "I was like, if you want to sit down, I was like, there's an extra couple extra seats up here." I was like, "I'll scoot over." And she did not seem very happy about it, but she did come there and sit for a second. But uh, she was not happy with me. But I was like, ah, what can you do? <laughs> well. Scream was great. Scream 6, fantastic. So you did go watch Scream. Yeah, fantastic. What about Adele? Was that Did that live up to the hype? Yeah, it did. Yeah. Usher did, too. Usher was great, too. Yeah. It was a great yeah, trip. Yeah. Everything was better than I thought it would be. Really? Yeah. It exceeded expectations. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, that's what you want out of a trip. Came home with more money than I left with. There you okay. go. Which is always important in Vegas. That was a good feeling getting out of the concert and checking to see that my Sacramento Kings and my Arizona Wildcats had uh, been victorious Saturday night. That's a pretty the good Arizona accomplishment. Was a sweat. I didn't get to see it, but I did go back and read the play-by-play and saw that, yeah, they hit a three to go up with like 30 seconds left, then dodged a three, or maybe hit uh, something like that. They scored wow. to take the lead with... Basically, uh, 30 seconds left. So I was glad I didn't have to see it. Just came out, checked my phone, was on a high, got even higher, went and cashed my tickets. And some Arizona fans were like, wow, man, they counted out a lot of hundreds up there. I was like, yeah, don't rob me, but go. Yeah. I was like, let's go Wildcats. <laughs> did you. Uh, I'm going back to my room, don't follow me. Did you find any hookers? No comment. Did you do a drug? No. No comment on that one either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, sounds like you had a good time. So yeah, and everything yeah. was great. Came back with more money than you left with. That's came back with. That's shocking. Came back basically with a thirty-five, forty percent profit. Wow. So yeah. So was, you could splurge on the Adele drink. Yeah, it yeah, was okay. Yeah. See, when I go to <laughs> Vegas, like, I don't know how other people do it, but like when I go on trips, especially Vegas, like I take X amount of dollars, I feel somewhat comfortable losing. You know, I, I never really want to lose it all. But I'll take it just in case because I was like, I'd rather just keep it just in case rather than have to go find an ATM yep. and pay a $30 surcharge or whatever. I put most of it in the safe, but, you know, I, I anyways, my method when I'm out in those places, I always just spend from my gambling stash. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, like, put oh, you it all. take cash? Well, yeah, when you and go you put gamble. It, and you put it in the safe? Yeah, and I put it in the safe, but, like, That's whenever cool. you, uh, I, I gamble out of my gambling stash, obviously. But also buy everything with my gambling stash because there's nothing worse than like losing money in Vegas, like losing all the money you come with, and then coming home and having like an extra four hundred dollars in credit card charges. Oh yeah, yeah. And you're like, damn it! Not only did I get my head beat in, I also owe money for it. So I also had to eat. Yeah, so I paid 
pay for all my food, pay for all my drinks, all my, you know, really it's just the, the Gatorade and water out there that'll get you. It was $20 for a Gatorade, a Sierra Mist, which isn't even Sierra Mist anymore. I don't even know what the hell they changed their name to. Yeah, they call it like Splashy now or something. Yeah, I, I didn't know, I didn't realize that until I was looking. They... I was like, where the hell is the Sprite? I was like, where the hell is the Sierra Mist? Like, oh, it's this one. I was like, what? Starry. 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 I don't know it. why they did that. So a water Gatorade and a Starry would be hitting me for nineteen fifty every time. So just peeling off 20s for three of those. That was, that was pretty sick. It was in the casino, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I get it. It's Got to pay the tax. Pay yeah. <laughs> got to pay to hydrate, though. There's nothing worse than waking up in the middle of the night without any water or anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but everything else was everything else was great. Good room and everything. A room was solid. I'm not a big fan of Caesar's Palace, so I don't think I'll stay there again. I don't really like the casino floor or anything there. Like I don't really like it. Went but and saw my. That's friends. where you gambled though in the on the floor there. Uh, well, I didn't have any luck on the table games. Dice kicked my ass. Well, the tables there are like, what? Yeah, they're all the, way the too minimum, expensive. like twenty five dollar yeah. minimum. I saw like fifty dollar minimum Jesus. there. Yeah, like it was too much. I don't, I don't play fifty dollars. That's times. how the Bellagio is too. Yeah, I mean, I went. So I went on uh, Friday when Tennessee lost to Missouri, and I went to see my friends over at the Superbook, and I went. I guess it's the Westgate Casino. They had me a VIP table set up and rolled the red carpet out for us. Treated us like kings. That's nice. Yeah, but then I went and lost a couple hundred dollars at their dice table. And then uh, went to play at Hollywood and lost some money at their dice table as well. So the dice were not caught. Only played like 13 minutes of dice probably total and lost about $600 playing dice. So the sports gambling's where you sports made Sports gambling That's kept true. me afloat. The yeah. dice tried to sink me. Yeah. Like I said, I lost about $600, about 13 minutes total of shooting yeah, dice. That's, that's tough. <laughs> yeah, it was not, was not fun. And apparently now they got these dice tables that have craps. Like you could actually set your numbers 2, 3, 11, and 12. But I didn't like that one bit. It made me uncomfortable. But. Yeah, the dice tried to seek me, but uh, the sports betting was uh, pretty solid, and the concerts were great. And like I said, Scream 6 was uh, the highlight of the trip. It was so good. <laughs> well, good. It was so good. I'm glad that was fun. Yeah, highlight of the trip. Had a, My boy Charlie, shout out to him. He listens to the show. He lives out in Vegas. He uh, picked me up from the airport. He drove me around. He didn't really have to get Ubers except for the last day. Oh, nice. He came oh, and hung out. thought you were talking about Big Charlie. Nope. He was there, but we didn't link up. But uh, my oh, friend really? Charlie, yeah, from uh, from back home. Well, he's not from back home anymore. He's from Vegas now, but he He, j- he just lives there? Yeah. Yeah. Seems like an interesting place to just live. Yeah. He likes it, though. Yeah. But he lives like 15 minutes away from the strip and hung out and drove me around and talked about the show. Says he loves Cody. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Shout out to Charlie. It was a great time. Uh, like I said, it was not fun watching Tennessee lose to Missouri. That was not good. Winning on your team was fun. Thursday, Tennessee covered the 11 and a half points. You bet on us against Missouri? I did. Yeah. Well, I had an Alabama-Tennessee money line parlay. Mm. I should have just brought my money on Alabama and it covered even. the seven and a half. Well, no, no, I did not break it because it was a parlay, which means both have to hit. Oh, you lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah I lost. Okay. Yeah. 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 Tennessee lost. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we did. And then I was drinking during the game, and that's a dangerous game. And my friend Charlie was sitting there with us in the VIP, and he pulls up his his uh, sports betting app, and Tennessee Alive bet was like two at minus three and a half. And I was like, hey, just go ahead and put this. I just already bought Usher tickets because like I'm spending my money. I was already spending. Yeah. It. I was like, just go ahead and put what I owe you or what you owe me for this Usher ticket on Tennessee minus three and a half, and, and we didn't cover that either. So I, I really got my ass kicked by them. Yeah. On Friday, which is still impressive, since again I said I came back with more money than I left with. So yeah. I overcame the cold dice table, 
the forty dollar Adele tick, uh, drinks, the uh, and the vols, and the uh, the vols on Friday. <laughs> I overcame all of them. That's the uh, the ups and downs of Vegas, I guess. Huh? Me against the world, and I was able to to survive. Yeah. You you conquered your fear, and, and loathing. It's true. It's true. Good trip though. Solid. Dell was great. Usher was great. Scream Six was phenomenal. Will they let you gamble at the concert? No. I was wondering <laughs> no. if like just just like on the concert. I was just wondering like knowing how Vegas is. I wondered if I like, the surprised. back of the concert chair seats had like screens. No, or I was something. actually surprised they even <laughs> let you have your phone out. Honestly, <clears throat> for Adele. Yeah. When she started, boy, I've never seen so many phones out at one place. Yeah. Like everyone, like whenever she, because she opens up with like hello. So like and it's just like really elegant. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, like someone like is there playing the piano and she just walks out of the curtains, boom, first note, and she's in and like everyone down there in the front just phones out, just mm. which I, I was just people in, enjoying the moment. Every phone in you sight. Know, I I had my phone out a couple of times wanting to capture it too because it was something I wanted to go back and watch a little bit. It was kind of cool to be. Yeah. So I was glad I had some pictures and a couple of videos. Although I went back to watch some of the videos, you could drunkenly hear me singing along. I was like, I right, delete this one, <laughs> delete this you one. You should post those. No, 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 delete this one. But a great time. Tennessee out of the SEC tournament on Friday. They get their draw in the March Madness tournament's four seed. Not headed to Greensboro. Tennessee is headed to Orlando. I wish I had just stayed. I was thinking about that. When, you should have just stayed. When I when I heard that we were in Orlando, which I wouldn't have been able to, I wouldn't have known, so it wouldn't have sure. made sense. But I I think I would have just stayed. I think I would have just worked. Been our, you could get a credential. You could be our eye on the. You could have been our eyes on the ground, feet on the ground, eyes in the clouds. I I could, I could do. I could work down there too. So I think I could. I could have just worked to yeah. pay for my. Like my stays for another three or four days, sure. and then I would have just watched Orlando, the game, and then. So is that what you did in Florida? You just kind of worked during the day in Miami to pay for? No, it not really. Okay, not I knew really. You talked yeah. about maybe doing. I that, just kind of spent money. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. I yeah. take it you did not but come I back don't... with more money than you left with in Miami. No, but I didn't spend. I mean, I wasn't gambling or anything. Yeah. So like. Why well, not? I, I, I was just spent. I deliveries or anything. I ate. Yeah. I, I spent money on food. Yeah, that's, that's the damn I did go drinking one night. Yeah, by yourself or did you make friends? Yeah, or? I made I made some friends at the bar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, but, made I'm, made a friend in the bathroom stall. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> not Ooh. not in a. Well, Ooh. they have a hole cut out in the, <laughs> <laughs> in the stall. If you don't understand what now I'm talking about, East, it sounds yeah. kind of yeah. He's talking about drugs. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was. Um, I just did that one night though because I didn't, I, I, I didn't feel good the next day. I'm I'm tired of the feeling of hangover. It's it's a hard, it's hard to get over it. I don't want to uh, be, you know belabor this too much. We'll move on to sports after the break. But I will say that there are a few things as cruel in life as the uh, the hour jumping forward when you have a 7 a.m. flight <laughs> in Vegas oh, oh, and something to do the Saturday the night before. There's Few things is cruel when you wake up and you're like, oh my god, it's already six thirty. Which I guess I didn't mean to say a seven o'clock flight, but I had to leave by seven. But I was like, it's already six thirty. How? I just fell asleep. That's no. that's what you get for waking up in Vegas. That's what you get. Yeah. <laughs> and also the, the the little diner at the hotel tried to sell me. Well, they did sell me a an egg and avocado breakfast sandwich for twenty seven dollars. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
The was roast it worth it? The roasted potatoes are pretty good. <laughs> the roasted potatoes were pretty good. Twenty-seven dollars. That Man. was the last morning I ate breakfast. I, I didn't eat breakfast after that. Those Vegas prices are people are, just pay them, man. They're there, just, just there to milk you out of money. I mean, if you're in like the tourist areas, I think of other cities like Miami, South Beach yeah. is kind of expensive, and like uh, I'm, I'm sure New York City, you know, tourist areas or whatever, or like Some places in L.A. But like that too, whenever uh, yeah, yeah, Broadway's yeah. bad, but but Vegas might be the ultimate. Yeah, that one might be the worst. Twenty-seven dollars. Twenty-seven dollars. When I first got there, we tried to go. Charlie picked me up, and we uh, went to uh, we were gonna get some dinner at the hotel, and went to a place called the Bub, the Pub and Grill. I was like, okay, that seems like it'll have some bar food, blah blah. blah. As I start walking up, I realize it's Gordon Ramsay Pub and Grill, so I'm oh, okay. a little bit less confident. Yeah. And then, like, got there. Charlie ordered a beer. I ordered a Mountain Dew. Well, I think I went there. Was that the like just the burger place? Well, there's okay. a burger place nearby. This was not just the burger. Oh, place. Okay, it's different. Start looking at the menu, and they had a very limited dinner selection. Everything was like fifty-five bucks, prime rib for eighty. Yeah. I was like, okay, where well, I was like, I'm not eating here. I was like, I just wanted like a burger, so like I knew there was like a little food mall close, and I was like, let's go ahead and close out. And then twenty dollars, twenty dollars just for his beer and my Mountain Dew. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me! I, I was like, I hate this place so much. I hate this town. <laughs> I hate this so much. Yeah, yeah. Drink White Claw hard seltzer instead of twenty dollar beer. $40 vodka, though, I will give uh, two thumbs up. You okay. had a beer? No, 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 no. Charlie had a beer. I had a Mountain Dew. Oh, okay. It was $20 for one beer and one Mountain Dew. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, plus a $5 tip because you got to leave a tip. So $25 for, uh, yeah, I, hate, I was like, I hate this town. But then the magic of Usher and Adele and Scream 6 just kind of got us back on track. It's a fun place. Surprise, Sydney. You didn't get to hear that line because, you know, Sydney's not in the movie, but. Drink White Claw Hard Sell. It's a response. We'll talk some sports after the break. Stick with us as Talk Sports on Fan Run Radio. Back on the program. All right, yeah, so I guess the story of the day is March Madness draw. Is that correct? Got to be. Got to be. I was on the phone with a friend last night who walked me through the entire bracket reveal as I was driving. <laughs> That's a nice friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a good friend from back home. We we spend hours on the phone sometimes. What does he think about Arkansas's draw? Well, he was masking his confidence. He he, he was acting like he's like, Oh yeah, hell we're gonna we're gonna cruise through. Hell. That would be him masking his fear. His he's, fear, yeah. yeah he's yeah. masking his fear with a, a mask of confidence. Right, right. That's what I meant. Yeah. Because I heard that draw, I was like, that's rough. But uh he said he feels good about it. So well, that's so, good. Okay, well Arkansas the eighth seed playing the nine Illinois and then they would get Kansas probably in the second round. Or Howard. Could or be Howard. Howard. Or Howard. Probably gonna be Kansas. Is Bill Self is he gonna? He be, does have a heart he issue from the apparently. Hospital, so he but be, but getting released from the hospital doesn't mean he can go back in a high pressure situation within a week. I mean, getting released from the hospital like at least when it happens like in the movies and stuff like you, you're supposed to like take it easy and yeah, for a couple days, not eat yeah. anything to like you know uh, fried food or anything bad and just kind of relax. So I didn't know if Bill Self was going to be coaching and also. Over the weekend, I was like, "This seems like a big deal. Like, this might be the end of Bill Self. Like, does if I was his wife, I feel like I'd be like, "Hey, man, like, 
we're gonna have grandkids. I mean, I assume they have kids and grandkids already, but just like, hey, yeah. let's enjoy the rest of your life. You've made enough money. Retire. Anyways. Bill self diagnosis. He should. He didn't have a heart attack, right? Wasn't it just no, uh, it was like a he, rumor? Oh, uh, yeah. it, it did not end up being a heart attack. Yeah, because I saw the that the university came out and said. It oh, okay, wasn't. that was yeah. the first report I saw, and you know, well, long, that, long, that report long for me, that report, that guy that you're talking about, or if it's the same guy, he was getting lambasted over his. Oh, was he? Yeah. So that. he, um, they were saying, you know, delete this. Okay, and all that. So I take it back. Delete. Please don't yell at me to delete this. I, I didn't know. I, he, I, he did have to have some kind of procedure, but the, did they say, Cam, it was a routine procedure or it was more of an emergency procedure? Because I, I would think he wouldn't have had it scheduled for then. Yeah, you know, I was so going to say, routine makes me think well, that it would have been planned. And They made it seem like it wasn't a big deal, I think. Okay. But, but it does. It was a heart procedure, but it yeah. wasn't like a. I think maybe it was like, oh, they caught something or like, oh, we should. We need we to, need do to address about this. this. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, it was not an attack, though. Yeah. But okay. yeah, I don't. I don't know if he'll be on the sideline or not. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, if I'm Arkansas, I would take my chances with Kansas. I mean, we'll yeah, see. Kansas has their issues at times, for sure. But I thought that, especially the way Texas, man, Texas manhandled them in the Big Twelve Championship. Yeah. I did see that. Texas looks pretty good. That's what happened to Kansas. Yeah, yeah, yeah Texas uh, absolutely annihilated. Yeah, in their I, championship I saw game on Texas Saturday. is the hot pick from a lot of people. Texas is. Yeah, I saw. Uh, I think uh, Dick picks. I, I think he he had Texas in in his final four. Dick Vitale, you know. Yeah, yeah. He calls it Dick picks. That's what I call it. <laughs> it's a real missed opportunity for his bracket reveal if he doesn't call it Dick picks. I did like seeing Texas celebrate their championship, but more so celebrating it. It seemed like through the lens of give our interim coach the full-time job, which I feel like if you're Texas, you're like, God, we don't want to do this. I do mm. not want to give my interim coach the keys to running a program like Texas. That seems like a bad idea. Well, yeah, it's one thing to get through a, a season, a half a season, and then, but then you end up like, with like the uh, Ed Orgeron situation. Well, yeah, but like Ed Orgeron was at least like, I mean, I don't know how this guy is recruiting or whatever. I, I don't know what the Texas assistant, I mean, I, to me it feels like Texas is a pressure cooker of a job. They managed to somehow squeeze all the fun out of Shaka Smart, who went right back to Marquette and became like cool and fun again. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what they've done with all their football coaches too. Yeah, like it's just a a bad place to work. But, like, I feel like you have to be able to really handle it, and I don't know if an interim coach is ready to do that. But they won their conference championship, and all the players are like, this is the guy, like, give him the job, blah, blah, blah. I guess we'll see how they do in the NCAA tournament. If you're Texas, you might just be like, hey, you know what, let's go ahead, let's just bow out early, that way we can open up a search. If he gets to the Sweet 16 after winning the conference championship, we might have to hire him, so maybe just lose in the second round. But I thought that was cool. Tennessee gets a four seed in Orlando, and their reward if they beat Louisiana is playing either the probably the best mid-major team this year <laughs> mm-hmm. in Oral Roberts or a red-hot Duke team that just has, won the ACC. Yeah, I think, I think they've won nine games in a row, five, and yeah. <laughs> they're playing really well. Now, winning the ACC isn't that impressive to me since like I don't think the ACC is yeah, very it's, good. It's not great this year, but... But Duke has a really talented team, and it does seem like they're playing 
you know, their best basketball of the year, obviously. So, like, your reward yeah. there, maybe not great, but all in all, I felt okay about Tennessee's draw. I posed the question and got a lot of people that were melting down about it. Some, some felt confident about it, but a lot of people were upset about it. From what I've been told, like, just kind of reading and seeing what people think, like, it does seem that Louisiana's the worst thir- uh, the worst 13 seed, or to be, yeah, worst 13 seed. Yeah, I don't know anything about them at all. Now, you know, if the second round. Yeah, uh, it's either them or Furman for sure. Yeah, I know, I know Furman's pretty good too, but like, you know, uh, well, you think Furman is the worst 13 well, seed? Well, I would say I think Kent State's is a problem, and I don't want to go against Rick Patino over with Iona. Yeah. Um, I thought Furman's been pretty good all year, though. Like, they have, I, they have, I, but yeah. it's still I, Furman. <laughs> sure. But um, I don't know how you judge a team sure. like Louisiana. Yeah. I'm just, like, looking at their schedule. They, they've had one major game, it looks like, against Texas. But it was at Texas in December. They lost a hundred to seventy-two. <laughs> yeah. But like all these other games against teams, I don't know. I mean, they they beat Harvard, ETSU, and SMU. Louisiana Tech. I guess those are good wins. They beat Southern Miss. I don't know how to judge. Uh, <laughs> yeah, those are good wins. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. They lost to Drake. They lost to Old Dominion. Yeah, none of this is telling Coastal me anything. Carolina. <laughs> well, they've won all their home games, though. I can tell you that. All of them? Looks like it. Huh. They've only lost uh, road games. Well, lucky for us, they're not playing at home. This is not at home. Yeah, we wouldn't want to play this team on their court, looks <laughs> yeah, like. We stick, a, we stick on the road, and they're good at home. Did anybody else in their conference make the tournament? No way. Yeah, there's no, no way. It feels funny, like, looking at all these other teams and, like, their stats page and everything. Like, every team has a leading score mm-hmm. except us. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. ours is, like, 12 points a game. And mm-hmm. even them, they have a guy, Jordan Brown, who's averaging 19, 19 points a game. So, I mean, like, at least they do have a go-to score. You look at ours, it's all, like, 12 points a game. He's an inside guy, looks like. Just funny to say. That is always just ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know. It's frustrating. It's weird. So, I don't – I mean, I, I think, you know, Tennessee opened us 13-point favorites over Louisiana. It got bet down to 10 fairly quickly. <laughs> Tennessee, for the most part, has struggled this year as double-digit favorites. Like, it, it seems – we've lost a lot of games as favorites this year. And, you yeah. know, of course – Every time Barnes has gotten beat in the tournament, Tennessee has been favored. So, like, I don't know how much solace you could actually take in it. But I feel confident today that Tennessee will be winning game one Thursday night at midnight. Well, you know what? That sets up heartbreak. Barnes' second round loss. Oh, That's yeah. what everybody always points to. Oh, is, yeah. You know. And, you know, that Saturday game against, you know, either Duke or Will Roberts, that'll be tough. The early projection, again, just point spreads only mean so much whenever you're not covering. Like, Tennessee was favored against Missouri and didn't win that game or cover. But the early projection says Tennessee would be five-point favorites over Duke, which I think, you know, the the public would quickly bet down. Like, I don't think anybody would really be backing Tennessee, laying five points to Duke if that was to be the matchup. Well, 
important thing to remember about this team is that we're undefeated on a neutral floor this year outside of a loss to Colorado and Nashville and a loss to Missouri in, in Nashville. I think you so, just say undefeated on neutral site, not in Nashville, yeah. Yeah, undefeated other, I, other courts. I, I, I like – I did find myself thinking because, you know, I watched a lot of people just keep bitching about the draw, and I was like, you know what? I wonder how Duke feels about the draw and Purdue. Because, yeah. I mean, like, if yeah. I'm their fans, I'd be like, hey, like, you know, we're, we're, we just got – we had to draw the, the number five Kempom team in the country, in Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. The number one defense in the country. Or actually, we're the number two defense in the country now. We got passed by UCLA. You know, this Tennessee team's beating three top ten teams. That's what I would be thinking if I was you think? one of those other fans. If I'm a Duke fan, I'd be like, I don't you really think that's what Duke I fans are thinking? I think that's the thinking? toughest region. Like, the West isn't tougher. Uh, like the thing I saw from like you know one of the analytics, yeah, uh, one, one the of the West analytic guys, really Bart Torvik, like he had he had Kansas as the one seed, and he said they were the fifth best team in the region according to his rankings. They were like ranked number like tenth or eleventh for the year. The West is really good. I think I think the West is the the tougher region. My biggest concern about us going into the tournament is that we're five and seven over our last twelve games. There's actually numbers. That I saw, I'll see if I can track them down before Thursday. We got some '96 Bulls metrics. No, 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 no. Just that, and this. Now that I'm saying it out loud, I think it's more of an. NBA is it going to be something that teams have, that have actually lost in their last twelve recently? <laughs> well, no, it, it was that like the first. It was like either the first or like second twenty games. So I guess this would be this is an NBA stat. Never mind. Or maybe it's not. Maybe it was one of ten. I'll see if I can track it down. But like, there's there's at least. I feel stupid saying it. But like in the NBA, it's like your first 20 games that matter more than your last 20 games when it comes to like dictating like playoff uh-huh. success. Well, in our first 20 games, we were uh, 17 and 3. And I wanted to say, I think there's so. something similar in college basketball. Like yeah. your first 10 games versus your last 10 games, or your middle 10 games like versus your last 10 games. There we go. Basically, any 10 game stretch is the same. It's not Your last 10 doesn't necessarily matter because the tournament's such a reset. And you look back at Tennessee last year, I mean, like we would. That would bore fruit there, well, like looking at Tennessee's lasting games. You're like, wow, this team's the best in the country. And then, boom, out in the second round. Yeah. Yeah, that, it was the complete opposite last year. And Tennessee Every- apparently is in a region right now, or at least the quadrant of the region, that everyone's won their conference tournament except us. Well, hey, <laughs> we're the only ones coming maybe in we're the ones, yeah. you know, yeah. this year. The, the script will be flipped. Sometimes, I mean, everybody does always want to pick the hot teams. Yeah. And I think it's because we got those UConn teams. Yeah, I was going to say, Kimba Kimba said, like, hey, let me get hot and I'll take care of it. But then I also remember, like, that Syracuse team that did something similar. I'm going to say they lost in the first round. and Yeah. 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 It, it's almost like a crapshoot, you know. You don't know who's – you don't really know who's going to advance in these games. It's matchups, but also, like, it's their 19, 20, 21, 22-year-old kids that – get thrown in the ultimate pressure situation on a court they're not used to. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's just a one-game sample. It's not a seven-game series. That's what makes no. the tournament so fun at some points and what makes it so heartbreaking. But I do think if I was Duke, I'd be like, man, we're on fire, but we just drew a second-round matchup of a team that was ranked number two in the country this year that beat Alabama. Well, that's if they get past Oral Roberts. That's if they get past that's Oral tough. Roberts. Right. That, like, that's a tough first-round matchup. Yeah, that one kid can uh, just fill it up. Uh yeah, well, and that team beat Ohio State, what was that, two years ago mm-hmm. as a 15 seed. I assume they still got some of the same I kids that, there. Yeah, that one kid I think has led the NCAA in scoring like two of the past three years. Like, yeah. They got the guy that can get buckets. So. They've 
they've got guys on that team that yeah, have used to been winning. to the Sweet 16. They're used to winning, too. So. Yeah, they made the Sweet 16 that year. Yeah, I mean. two I, years ago. I, I am, like, personally, when I was watching the, the presentation, I was nervous that they were going to put Tennessee versus Duke in Greensboro. I was going to be mad about that. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like if they like said, hey, yeah, here you go, Tennessee. You're you're playing at your closest place, but also you're going to be playing Duke, who's in their backyard, and that preemptively had me mad because like that's kind of what Auburn got to do in Birmingham, which is yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> that they get to play in Birmingham as a what an eight seed, a nine seed, whatever it was. That seems kind of crazy, but uh, then I was like, okay, so Duke, whatever is what it is. I was like, man, Oral Roberts, that's one of the teams I did not want to play. Yeah, well, you won't have to play them and Duke. That is correct, but like. <laughs> Unlike, you know, in 2000, I guess, what, 14, when Duke got beat by Mercer, you're like, come on, Mercer, because you got a good reward of getting to play Mercer. Yeah. With this one, like Oral Roberts, I don't feel like it would even be that much of a – No, no, those those are both pretty good teams. Better than Duke, I I will say. I'd rather play them than Duke. Oral Roberts? Yeah, yeah. I'd rather play them than Duke just because, you know, top-end talent. I don't want to have to play them. I don't know. That Oral Roberts team, like you said, two years ago, did make a run to the Sweet 16 where they lost by Arkansas or lost by two points to Arkansas. Yeah, they, they had a 10-point lead against Arkansas in that game, yep. too. Yep. They're uh, they're not bad. I don't know what they did last year in the tournament. They didn't make it. Really? That's weird. I think they lost in the conference tournament or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, when you're a team like that, you got to. Yeah, you got to. You you gotta, gotta, gotta they win. weren't very good last year, though, I don't think, looking at their schedule. So, like, it wasn't like they got upset and. Call it, like I don't think they won their league last year, like in the regular season or anything. They were. So then, if we could get to the Sweet Sixteen, looking like Purdue. Well, you know, for one seeds, like I feel like that's the one seed kind of everybody looked at and said that's the best matchup for they're Tennessee. The that they're the most vulnerable. Yeah, like their guards are so bad that like. Oh my God! Watching that Big Ten tournament, like they were just abysmal against the press. Like anytime anybody pressed them, their guards looked like they had no idea what they were doing and they just started turning it over. Like that's why Rutgers just hung around was they would just press them and they'd turn it over and Rutgers would get an easy bucket. Well, Purdue in the Sweet 16 when you're not expecting one of their guards to beat you. Where have we seen that? Talking early with uh, our friend Stats by Will, like he was doing a little bit of a – you know, talking to me about, you know, kind of the matchups. He did say both Duke and Purdue. He kind of knew about Purdue, but said Duke kind of struggles with the same thing. Their guards can't really handle pressure. So, like, if Tennessee did have Phillips and Mayshack out there kind of pressuring guards, you could maybe yeah. force some turnovers and really, like, you know, bother both of those teams. It'd be nice if you had, you know, Zakai out there doing the same and Tennessee could really ramp up the ball pressure. I would press Purdue the whole game. <laughs> if it, yeah. It like just, you, like, exhaust your players. Yeah. Like, the way they played against it is just – I. It well, just seems like the way to go. Well, I mean, like, you know, there's no reason for us to start previewing a potential Sweet 16 oh, matchup well, yeah, yet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> But, yeah, like if I'm Tennessee, I would play as fast as absolutely possible against Purdue, pressing their guards and also trying to, you know, tire out their big man, Big Eddie, Edie, Big, big Edie, <laughs> trying to, uh, you know, gas him out by playing really fast. But, again. Yeah, we'll just go ahead and pencil that one in. Who, who are we going to have in the Elite Eight? Looks like Marquette <laughs> or – Kentucky. Uh, <laughs> would you roll a dice against Kentucky? No, no, I would not. If you tell me we're in the elite eight, I would, I guess. But yeah, it's going to be a good pass beating. You, you're going to beat Louisiana. I don't really have any beef with Louisiana. You're going to beat a blue blood. They're either going to beat Duke. Let's we'll just say you'll beat Duke, a blue blood, and then you either get Memphis or Purdue. So you can you either get to beat, avenge that Purdue loss or beat little brother or beat Penny. Yeah. 
And then Kentucky. That's a good path to the Final Four. That's what we think is going to happen. So it'll probably be like Oral Roberts and then Florida Atlantic. (laughs) The (laughs) moment that Tennessee goes down 7-2 to in the first two minutes against Louisiana, (laughs) everyone on the the internet is going to be melting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, Whenever it's it's 7-2, everyone's going to be like, oh, God, here we go. Did you think we were going to get the three seed? I hoped. I held out some hope, but no. I mean, like, I think if you'd have beat Missouri, you had a chance, but. So, if we had gotten the three seed, we would have been there, I guess, where Kansas State is instead, or would that have shuffled other things? I saw the breakdown of the seedings, but I didn't really pay attention to it. Well, that would have been maybe a second round matchup with Kentucky if that did happen. Well, we wouldn't have been able to do that. They don't allow that. Yeah, not. I think there's like rules if you played, especially if you played them more than once. Oh, yeah. you, you can't really meet them until the Sweet Sixteen yeah. or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. if you played them. More I think than once. Providence will beat Kentucky. But like again, if I'm Duke, I mean, I would rather play UConn than Tennessee or Indiana or Virginia. I know Virginia, you know, you could get camp conference Indiana. opponents or whatever. But like, I think we're the best four seed. Which you know, whatever. UConn has had kind of a similar year as us. Everybody talked about them early on as like a one seed, and then they've they're now four. I think our ceiling is higher than UConn's. So if I'm Duke or I'm Purdue, I'm looking and saying, you know, we we we're playing a team that has proven they can beat elite talent, which Tennessee has. Yes, we can scoff at the the, the team, the record, and all this stuff, but you've beaten some top end teams this year. In the tournament, if you are a top-end team like what Duke wants to be or like Purdue, you're going to most likely get Tennessee's best shot, and that's a team that's proven they can beat anybody. So if I was them, if I was Duke, I'd be mad about it. We that's, just that's we just won tough. we just won nine games in a row. We just won the ACC tournament, and our reward is going to be playing the, the number five team in the country, according to metrics. It'd be tough. It'd be cool to be the team that knocked Duke out of the tournament the first year after Coach K. It'd be cooler if it was Coach K, though, I guess. last year. Yeah. No, you don't want to do that. It's a curse. Carolina didn't even make the NIT. Well, they made it, but they just said they didn't want to it go. It is wild that they fell so like, – Well, they were fluke they, last year. They just got really hot. Yeah, they weren't good but, last year. Yeah, but they were – they had him at number one coming yeah, into the year. It's because they were a fluke last year. It was it was the Lane Kiffin overreaction. Like Lane Kiffin, you know, beat that Oregon team and they were in eleven and two or whatever. Maybe an and overreaction. Like, hey, you're number one team in the country. But like North Carolina wasn't good last year until the tournament. They got hot. Yeah. They should have at least been probably a top ten team though, right? I mean, I mean maybe. No, maybe not. Did we, I, mean, like, we, I can't watch them and say they should have been a top ten team. But like, I don't know. if they'd have lost round two last year, like they were supposed to to Baylor. Then, like, I don't think anybody would have been calling them a top ten team. Their biggest issue this year was they were terrible against Quad One, right? Like they they won, they they didn't beat anybody good. Yeah, they won all their other games, well, but also, they didn't beat anybody good. I also, like, don't think that we know for sure that Her- Hubert Davis is actually good. Again, like I think he got hot and won a couple games in the tournament yeah. last year. They almost like rode that all the way into the national championship. You know, they were they were up at halftime. They should have they should have won. Why can't we do that? Maybe we can. Hey, 32 teams have to make the second round. Why not us? 16 teams have to make the Sweet 16. Why not us? Eight teams will be elite. Four teams will be in the final of the four. Mm -hmm. Why not us, Cody? Well, probably because we're not going to win that many games (laughs) consecutively. 
Possibly. We can't score points. <laughs> Possibly. How about our boy uh, Drew Pember there, the uh, 15 seed UNC Asheville against UCLA? Upset special, baby. You know, when I watch UCLA, uh, I don't feel like they have like any like dominant post players. It doesn't seem like they – I mean, they're really good. They're, they're the best defensive team in the country now, like in terms of the metrics. They're number one. Oh, we're no longer the, no, they, uh, they passed the us. best one? They passed us. So, like, I – Nah. Missouri pieces up again. It's too bad. <laughs> yeah, Missouri's kind of uh, – We could not stop them when we needed to. It just was – Missouri looked good. Yeah, I was disappointed with Barnes. I mean, water's wet and all that. But, like, <laughs> I just thought – I thought we bent to their will, which was a little disappointing. Like, we tried to go small – but, like, we don't have – like, it's one thing if you're going small and it's, like, Vescovy at the two and Zakai at the one. To me, it's a completely different thing when you're going small and it's Vescovy at the one and Key at the two. Because, yeah. like, Key's not athletic or good enough a de- defender to be out there doing that, and he was just getting blown by and there's no rim protection. It was – I didn't like – I didn't like Barnes's game plan. And, the, to me, it just shows, like, why we get knocked out in the tournament because I thought I thought that was – a Bad, bad coaching job against Missouri. Hour one in the books. We'll kick off hour two of headlines. It's Talk Sports on Fan Run Radio.